All right, what is happening, everybody? Great to be back with you. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by GolfGuide.net, a phenomenal place to save money on your next round of golf, especially if you are a resident of Northern California. And if you go to GolfGuide.net, use the promo code GGPODCAST at checkout and save 10% on your order. That is GolfGuide.net. Promo code GGPODCAST. Save yourself 10% and go enjoy some golf, ladies and gentlemen. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Jess is here on another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Uh, I'm your host, Kyle Serlo, joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Jess Stemak and Boat. You know, it's uh, this is kind of odd, man. It's, it, it feels a little weird to be talking with you when uh, we actually have some, some golf to talk about. Who to talk on a golf podcast? Yeah, a little action, a little action, <laughs> some some bad action, but some good action too. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, uh, hey, you know, as the great Marshawn Lynch said, regardless of bad or good. I'm all about that action, boss. You know, I mean, yep. it's, you know, whatever you need, I did, they had it. And, uh, shit, man, let's, let's just jump right into it. Um, we're recording this one on Tuesday, a couple days after the match. Uh, Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. And so, Boat, I mean, it, it, I, there's a lot of podcasts, a lot of shows that have already broken this thing down. So, I mean, I, I guess we don't have to get too far into the weeds here. But just uh, right out of the gate, brother, just give me some of your initial thoughts and reactions to uh, what took place on Sunday. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad the weather didn't cooperate or Tom Brady's pants, but uh, <laughs> shorts. But that was uh, it's it would have been nice to see some visuals of that golf course that weren't blurry by rain. Yeah, I was gonna say, was the uh, I, I was not really paying much attention to the weather going in. Was it supposed to kind of shit like that the, the whole time, or was, was that a little unexpected? I don't know. If, I think it was probably unexpected because if it was expected, they probably would have audible to either earlier or later. It typically, doesn't rain all day in Florida. So, do, do you think that Tiger and Peyton had the? Did they know it was raining? Did, did they intentionally wear shorts despite the rain, or were those like rain, it was? Rain still, it was. I think it was still so hot that those guys were kind of like, "Well, we're going to get wet. We might as well be wearing shorts instead of pants." Yeah, I mean. I think the only the only reason Brady went to the uh, pants is because he split his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe that man. Like I can't believe of all of all in, in Under just, Armour, and they just had the perfect angle. Did they were just just focused right on right the and team. just go yeah. bam? Yeah, yeah that, that was an unfortunate situation for Tom. That, that was a genuine old guy move. The guy's really showing his age. Even right even even more unfortunate for Under Armour. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I was say ever since Kevin Durant came to the Warriors and uh, put a little, you know, put a little uh, stain on Steph Curry's shine, it's, it's not been a good like four year four year sequence for Under Armour. Oh, not in Jordan Speed. <laughs> I was saying, twenty fifteen, man, things were looking so good for the, Under Armour. The shirts and shoes aren't exactly flying off the shelves like they were uh, when he was one of majors. Yeah, that's uh, or tournaments. I think his last win was two thousand seventeen. So yeah. Man, I'll say a lot of lot of brands, a lot, lot of personal brands getting shoved in mm-hmm. our face on Sunday. What between the TB12, the Tiger, you no, know, the TW, and, and the Phil jumping at the Masters, you got you got a favorite logo, one that resonates. With I you liked both? I like Peyton Manning's cart. He had the uh, Tennessee checkers in the inside of the cart, <laughs> and and the and the Broncos on the outside. That was I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Tiger was just he could have went Stanford, but he just went all TW. 
Phil, I think, was just his logo of his four-inch vert. Yeah, which is pretty good. Okay, so since you mentioned Phil, and obviously we're going to jump, uh, you know, talk a little bit more at this match here. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I have to ask you a question, man. And I've kind of noticed this trend happening ever since he finally caved and started utilizing social media. But has Phil Mickelson just become more of basically a frat bro as he he's enters peacocking. his late forties? He is I, I, peacocking. I think he's. You know, I almost think he probably kept his mouth shut until he started winning majors. <laughs> you know, because anyone could just burn him. Like, hey, win one. <laughs> and now he's like, I got five. So, and he won the 10 mil against Tiger. And so he's got some pretty good bragging rights. Now I feel like he can. And I really do feel like he he really likes playing the, uh, the older brother role um, to those young guys on tour. It's not quite fatherly, but it's, uh, I mean, it could be in the age gap, but, um, I think he, re- I think he really likes it. I think he likes feeling young again. I think that's probably why he started working out and doing the videos. Like the videos are just gold. You know what I mean? Oh dude, it, it's um, like Phil Mickelson on Instagram is like a must follow. And I, yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is like, you know, I, I've always heard these just awesome stories about Phil, the dude and loves to gamble, loves to mess around with people and, you know, always. Yeah. Seemingly had a really fun personality from all the people that got to uh, got to interact with him, but I mean, and, it's like, dude, it's just it's public facing in the last like year or two in a way I never never even expected to see. I mean, and all those guys are within five years of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those guys are seeing those guys have been seeing each other at these award shows, galas. You know, they've been seeing those guys for. 20 years and you know phil phil was uh uh an entourage guy tom brady was an entourage guy i think those guys were probably tied together with Wahlberg. um so those guys are those guys are pretty tight uh like they were talking about um let's see and even russell wilson on the broadcast that was great did you see that no okay so i full full disclaimer for everybody listening here i (laughs) I DVR'd it, or at least I thought I DVR'd it because I went out to play golf with a couple of buddies that were in town yeah. with me uh, on on Sunday afternoon, and uh, it turns out I did not DVR it. And then I was looking everywhere to see if I could like, yeah. buy it or doing something, and like just shit out of luck. Could could not actually watch the full broadcast. So I, I've digested every highlight imaginable. I've, yeah. thought, I've read every article I can, but I, I honestly I've still not seen the broadcast in its entirety and in doing so like i've missed a ton dude like in all the highlight packages i haven't been able to see one single like clip of like justin thomas doing his thing which is terrible because yeah. i, I no, heard he was he, great he did a fantastic job yeah. having chuck on there those guys personalities are great the auburn alabama rivalry but uh they had i forget who the third one was they had um Russell Wilson on as a uh, wheels up, you know, private jet ambassador. And then they also had a Rod, uh, a rod, uh, on, he's a wheels up guy. And the third one, I forget who the third one was, but, um, Russell Wilson goes, okay, it was 183 yard par three. He goes, all right, let's go 12 feet for every ball. That, and they all teed off on that hole. Every ball that gets inside 12 feet wheels up and me are going to donate a hundred thousand meals. Awesome. Love it. First guy to hit was Brady. He hits it like four feet, and then Phil hits it like four feet, and then Peyton hits it like seventeen inches, 
and Tiger hits it like 20 feet. Tiger was the only one, and they were talking about it too. Russ is like, boy, I hope Tiger isn't the only one to hit it inside 12 feet. But then Russ was saying, you know, me and Sierra, uh, you know, we we went on a vacation with um, Tom and Giselle. And so I, all these people know each other, man. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a, it, 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 I, you get to that and all those guys mentioned all the four playing and then Russell Wilson and a rod. I mean, these are guys that have made over two or $300 million, you know, just exactly. yeah. probably in salary. Yeah. So, uh, and if you're a wheels up ambassador, you're, you're, that's a nice contract too. So it was pretty cool seeing them talk, you know, kind of just like it's, you know, just like there, you could imagine them all barbecuing together or going out for a Saturday 18. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And uh, a lot of the back and forth, I know I, you probably saw the video of Peyton and Tom on the driving range. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I was finding thinking of ways to, to get to get to TB here. He's like, you know, Eli got him twice. So I was thinking about bringing Eli, but he's just, he's recently retired. And then uh, he's like, he's like, I, I was maybe going to call Nick Foles. Yeah, and that was, that was Tom serious. turns around and goes, that's a cheap shot. <laughs> so, but like, they, yeah, they were giving it to each other. And we talked about it. The, the Peyton's place is the episode where him and Brady are in uh, Peyton's car and they're, they're trying to get into uh, Jim Nance's backyard at uh, Pebble. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peyton's got so much charisma and so does Tom. I mean, these guys, uh, it's really cool watching them give it to each other, you know, between Phil and Tiger, who are, you know, the best golfers of our generation that we've uh, watched and grown up and turned into almost billionaires. So um, it's it's cool to watch those guys give it to each other. For sure. And, and I was so relieved and happy to see when I was, you know, reading and watching all the highlights and then hearing all the other feedback from from other people that uh, who I respect and whose opinions I, I trust, you know, talking about it. It's great that like that friendship and that closeness yeah. was able to kind of come through on the broadcast because a lot it's, of times it falls flat. It's neat. But... You know, no, it, it is. Even the Tiger versus Phil first one was kind of tamed. Oh, for sure. And, you know what I mean? And, and I wonder... With all sorry, the stuff leading up to it was awesome. Yeah, and I wonder, is the charitable aspect of it part of what made everybody kind of relax? $20 million? Well, I mean, they're not, they're not... First of all, they don't need the money. Phil and Tiger, that $10 million match is like... Ten dollars to me and you, right? Literally, yeah. maybe maybe a, a car payment. So those guys, but now is the, they're not playing for any money, just bragging rights. And the fact that they're raising twenty million dollars—it's incredible. Twenty million dollars in one day—I mean, that's unbelievable. And Chuck and Justin were going at it. Chuck was all over Brady because Brady was just playing terrible in the front nine. And right, right after Chuck gives him crap is when Brady holds that that wedge from the fairway, which is so good because like you know that any one of us, if like I mean, well, first of all, I'm I'm not a golf professional like yourself, but so I, I do not have very many makes from outside of 100 yards. Yeah, but I mean, I tell you what, man, I can't imagine Tom Brady does either. Oh, I, yeah, I'll say, but the, 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 the camera does incredible. weird things to people, right? Yeah, no shit. And like that's is like if I dunked one from, or I shouldn't say dunked one, but yeah. if I spun one back in from a buck thirty out. I'd be yeah. losing my goddamn mind. I'd be yeah, going the, crazy. I'd just be and Tom Brady his reaction is just to turn on me like, "Hey, you like that, just, Chuck?" <laughs> oh, it was so great. Yeah, the can those guys like the camera. So, uh, yeah, it's just Oh, that was great. Yeah, man, and that's the thing is like I, I think the first match, you know, given the fact that it was, you know, who wants to win more money? I think a lot of us were kind of like, "All right, here's a bunch of money that really doesn't mean much to these guys." Yeah. But, you know, they keep on talking about the money. They're playing for this money that they don't need. 
uh, I don't know. And I think the fact that it, it, there was no personal money involved and that it was just something maybe you know, side, money for well, charity. I'm sure there were, I'm sure there were side wagers. Okay, sure. sure. But like, I mean, like the, the, the crux of the <laughs> none whole thing. Noted. Yeah, none noted. Yeah. I, I think that really helped. I mean, I think Sally Jenkins, uh, you know, the daughter of the, the late and great Dan Jenkins, uh, who writes for the Washington Post, I think in an article was saying that the, the fact that it was for charity, I think played a, or she thought it played a big role in the vibe and that basically as obnoxious as the, the match one was perceived to be by a lot of people because of the monetary stakes and there wasn't a charitable yeah. aspect, that even if they had done everything the same, but being that it was for charity, it gave all of us kind of a pass to just be like, you know what, let's just enjoy the hell out of us for what it is. They're doing a good thing for charity. Like, And I think it put a lot of the viewers in like the right mindset to really, really enjoy agree. this thing. I I totally agree. Okay. Yeah, and, and on top of I me, mean, like I said, $20 million bucks, dude, is just absolutely it's fantastic for five nuts. hours of tv it's great and then on top of that it's like uh, the biggest telethon ever well biggest telethon ever and also biggest cable news uh cable golf broadcast of all time uh, had an overnight rating boat of 5.8 5.8 million people watched that on sunday you said all time uh, uh, biggest cable golf broadcast ever like any, bigger than bigger than any masters big, well, okay so cable uh, so the ESPN rounds that were showed like a Thursday, Friday. Yes. Bigger. Okay. So, I mean, I, the only Sunday broadcasts that are on cable would be if like a final round was on TNT, like a, maybe like a PGA oh, championship or something gotcha, back in the gotcha. day. Like, I, I don't think the major broadcasts, uh, networks count. So like, you know, your Fox, okay. NBC, CBS, ABC, those, those are considered the cable, hey, but Hey, football it just goes to show you football is still King pal. <laughs> well, and on top, so do you know how many people watched? Like the most viewed episode of The Last Dance for the Jordan Doc? No. The exact same amount of people that watch the match on Sunday. Five point eight million. <laughs> like that great. that's how many people watch this golf match. It was in I, I'm so happy that they did because again, they I, I wish this was more representative of what we got to see more often from yeah. golf. Just in fact, like cool formats, you know, personable, you get to learn, you know, hear from the players, you get to see them playing some some different games and like I it, this was a dude i'm almost fumbling over my words because i'm just so excited like this was the best foot forward that golf could have put out there for a viewing audience this big and i really really hope that some pga tour officials and a lot of you know broadcast you know managers and, and directors are took a lot of notes man and somehow find a way to sort of use some of the just all the good that came out of that match for for future because it, it would help golf so much if there were more events like this that people could could watch because I, I think it's getting people a little more juiced on golf. That was cool. That was very timely for sure. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Let's see any other uh, any other thoughts? I mean, like who, who who do you think came out of this thing looking the best? Like, what, what was your favorite part of the match N- on Sunday? Neither Tiger or Phil played that good. I mean, it was it was raining. It was, but they hit some good shots coming down the stretch. The the tee shot Phil hit on the par four where Brady made the eagle putt an alternate shot. Any time you make an alternate shot too, I don't care if it's on a par three. Or a par four, uh, pretty impressive. Well, um, I would agree, and then so th- that's where I have to follow up with you on this one boat before before I forget. Yeah. Do you think that drive that Phil hit? Do you think it was more of a bomb, or do you, do you think it was it was? Do you think there was there was, cl- there was there was there was no holdback? Do you, that do, was. But do you think it would be considered a bomb, or would you classify it more as a hellacious seed, as, as Phil predicted he would be hitting most of the day? I don't know. That, that was a bomb. He got that one up in the air. <laughs> That like, wasn't a that that wasn't a Mike Simonek piss missile. He got that one up in the air. <laughs> that was 
<laughs> he got that one in a little, little hang time. That I was just, great. Dude, I just couldn't believe he banged back the, the putt for it on two, man. That, that was so impressive. Like you said, like a, a He's two- got a good punish truck, man. Um, it was, it was, it was cool. I was, that was really cool. I actually, all right. So as a teacher, I'm kind of glad Peyton is able to make a decent move at it with his back and neck. You know what I mean? Okay. Obviously a bit Tiger's me. back history, but I mean, oh, Peyton, yeah, okay. I mean, his, his neck troubles. and back were so messed up. He yeah, almost yeah. was never a Denver Bronco. So. That uh, I'm glad he he can make a pretty decent move at it. What, what did you think of the quarterback's golf swings? Because despite how bad Tom Brady seemingly played on the on Tom the Brady's night, got like, Tom Brady's got. I mean, we're, why are we surprised? Well, he's he's got to. I actually think he had his nice. I, I mean, I'm surprised that he's played that he played as bad as he did. Because when I watched him swing, I was like, I kind of like his golf swing. I don't think he plays that much. Uh, you know, he's still playing. Um, Peyton might play a little more. Uh, but uh, I thought Brady had him. There, uh, uh. A little better golf swing, but there was you. You probably saw the meme of Phil. It's an old Ryder Cup thing when he's probably staring at Tom Watson during that uh, fiasco meltdown where everyone kind of ganged up on Watson for not being loose with uh, you know uh, pairings and pods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's Phil kind of glaring down the line uh, at the press table. And there's a picture of Tom Brady, and the caption is "When you say your partner's an eight. because <laughs> I, I I don't know what he ended up shooting. Uh, well, they did two different formats, but that front nine was not pretty for Brady. Hey, I I feel Tom's pain, man, because in that round of golf that I played, that basically disallowed me from watching this in its entirety. As yeah. somebody who is a you know seven eight right there, uh, I I feel. I know how Tom feels. That's exactly how I played on Sunday. So maybe maybe it was just that day on the calendar. Maybe maybe there's some with the solstice that was just yeah. uh, screwing all of us up. But sometimes those sun daryls can creep up on you. No, but I, still though, man. Like I mean, it did come through. I mean, I still can't believe he hold that thing out of all the great. times to do that. Like, how do you choose this event on? That was TV? great. My my buddies were like, "It's over." I'm like, ah, "Brady tends to make a comeback." Uh, so it's just crazy, dude. Like I I just can't. Believe That's great. he made that shot is absolutely wild. Um, Peyton put that ball on eighteen right where he had to. I don't know if you saw footage, but it was like you know it, it, you got nothing but trouble right the whole way up medalist, and he hit it probably like thirty five feet, a little short left of the flag, like right where he had to. And they were they were one up, so those guys had to make a birdie. Uh, Tiger's not going to hit that more than a foot away. So yep, absolutely. All right, so boat. Here's what I'm going to do for for our last thing with the match. I'm just going to read off. Just an item related to the match, and I just want you to give me your, you know, the first thing that pops in your head based yeah. on what you saw. Okay, so we, we've talked about. So let's just start with, what, what's your main takeaway for Phil? Happy, happy, uh, yep, mm-hmm. yep, happy man. Tiger. Yeah. Uh, Tiger. I wanted to say, uh, almost happy. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, like I, I know he wanted to come out and just absolutely rip up flagsticks and bury those guys. He won, but he didn't win in typical Tiger faction. No, and and this actually brings up a very a very important question I have after you, Bo, because I'm yeah. I'm starting to suspect that the answer might be no, but I, I I need you to clarify for me. Yeah, does Tiger actually know how to talk trash? Oh, for sure he does. Because, I mean, I feel like he's the guy, like, hey, I talk trash with, like, the fact that I just beat you all the time. Like, I don't really need to say anything. He, they, like, that's how he kind of strikes me watching this and, like, watching the first match. But something tells me, like, there's I a side of him we don't get to see. It's, it's like you've thrown asterisks next to it. it I, a lot of zingers. Okay. Yeah. Not as – he obviously, he doesn't need to talk shit, right? Yeah, that, that's very like, true. Because he's Tiger Woods. 
like Phil isn't Tiger Woods. So Phil needs to talk shit, but Tiger Woods doesn't need to talk shit because he's Tiger Woods. So a lot of his trash talk, if you will, is just one liners zingers. The Steve Tiedemann drop, drop the bomb and drive off of the John Deere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just zing them. Doesn't need to be drawn out. Doesn't need to be personal. Just zing them. Hmm. Um, I forget there was, there was some tiger was doing some clinic and he's wearing a headphone or something. And God, I wish I remember what it was, but he just had such a great line. Tiger's tiger's a funny guy and he knows how to burn. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, Stanford education, you hope, you know, yeah. you know, you hope the, the communication, tiger, class, you know, class is somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Thomas. A plus. A plus. Yep. Yeah, that's if, a, the, if if the risk gives out on him, uh, hopefully it doesn't. But he's he's definitely got a career. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the rest of the broadcast team: Charles Barkley, fantastic. We need more of Chuck, and dude. his golf swing has improved a ton. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I just couldn't believe how like I actually it's like his ex- old golf swing. Like he used to have a good golf swing when he was playing basketball, and that, then when he was, was doing, going through that whole Hank Haney thing, it was like a three step process of, of folding something up and it's like he's but his swing is fluid again it looks good yeah uh loki i mean what would you think of brian anderson I, I know that ernie johnson wasn't able to do it um for reasons that you know they cited in the broadcast but uh, quietly I, quietly um growing on me i and the guy does a lot of sports i great. like him yeah. i like him uh um for baseball uh i i do i i think he's uh I think he's he's got a little Bob Costas in him. He's he, he's kind of a jack of all trades, and uh, I w- I won't you know go as far as to say Jim Nance, but um, Brian Anderson's got a he he he's got a good head on his shoulders. He oh, he knows what he's doing absolutely, and also and he gets everyone involved. Yes, and I, and he's got a great voice, very soothing. I really liked it when he was on the PGA Championship at Beth Page for the TNT broadcast last yep. year. Yep. Um, I, I will say this: not only is he phenomenal at baseball, I can't remember which team. He's the normal day-to-day play-by-play guy for. It's not Cincinnati. It might be Milwaukee. He might be the Milwaukee play-by-play uh, guy. Although I, I'll have to double-check. I'm going to get the research team on this while we're recording here, Boat. But yeah. he also does, you know, he does play-by-play for NBA on TNT. And I'll tell you what, man. When Marv Albert finally hangs it up and they probably move Kevin Harlan into into the A slot, I mean, dude, TNT. If with between Kevin Harlan, uh, Ian Eagle. And Brian Anderson, I mean, those are like some of the three best NBA like play-by-play guys out there. And the fact that he came in to do golf and did as well as he did, I, I'm beyond impressed, man. I, I would I would not be unhappy at all if I heard more Brian Anderson on golf well, podcast. To- totally agree. And and really, and I guess the, the next one I was going to mention is just Turner in, in general, like the whole broadcast in general. What I mean, it seems like it was a smash hit from everybody I've heard from. I assume it's no different for you. Totally agree. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, weather. D. <laughs> uh, cart cams. Uh, kind of cool, I guess. I mean, it was something different, or they're kind of like the NASCAR things. Yeah. Like- well, so the producer, well, when he was uh, the producer, came on the uh, the No Laying Up Guys podcast last week and yeah. talked about, hey, they've actually brought in NASCAR producers to hook up everything the same exact way they do in the cars at a NASCAR event. Whether or not they could have done that with just some normal people that didn't have experience in NASCAR, I, I think it's probably they probably could have, but I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, it definitely didn't hurt. Uh, let's see here. What would you think of Medalist's drainage? Given the rain and being situated in a swamp, uh, 
you know, see the ball, you know, rolling on the greens and retain the speed after getting beat up. I, I thought it was pretty good. What'd you think? The greens look pretty good. Uh, when Brady blew it past like 20 feet and Phil just absolutely gutted that par putt, mm-hmm. that thing didn't even think about leaving the ground. Boy, I'd like to roll a rock on those things. Yeah, that looked pretty nice. Uh, what'd you think of Tiger Shorts? Tiger Shorts. <laughs> Uh, the and, same. <laughs> the guy's literally had the same wardrobe since he got rid of the baggy pants in like 2005. Uh, I, I, I was, you know, I, they were not cut off rain pants, but they definitely could have been. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. The state of golf broadcasting going forward. Do you think NBC Golf Channel or CBS is going to actually, you know, take a hint and actually maybe try and implement some of the more laid back vibes that we, that we saw on this, uh, in this event. We'll see. Um, did the European store, uh, European tour start interviewing players in the middle of their rounds? I do not know. I think they have. Uh, I don't think the PGA tour is there yet. I think they do it on the, well, they definitely do it on the senior tour. I think they might do it on the, uh, ladies tour. Um, but it's, you got to fight. You can't. You can't cross the line. You know what I mean. And also, having Justin Thomas out there and Amanda Balionis, I I think she's doing a really good job. Um, yes. I'm a big fan of hers. Not as big a fan as Bill Blem, but I I think she does <laughs> a great job um, for CBS and and whoever else she's working with. Um, but yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably small steps, baby steps, but I, I do kind of like the way it's headed. Um, instead of stay away from them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So because so. I, I wanted to bring that one up because we actually didn't get a chance to do a podcast last week, so we haven't had an opportunity to talk yet about the Taylor May Driver Relief Challenge from yeah. the four guys at Seminole um, the week before. I think I I'm not sure I've heard anybody say that they preferred the, the event at Seminole over the one on Sunday. Uh, I, yeah. I think it's almost kind of unanimous that everybody thought this, you know, past weekend's yeah. match was a lot more enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I um, mean, that it, it was better. I mean, Rory hit a wedge to win however much money for charity, and uh, Ricky made seven birdies or whatever. Ricky played great. Dustin Johnson played awful. Uh, Matthew Wolf played decent. But uh, the, the commentary, it was kind of muffled, uh, the first one. It was... It was it was cool hearing what they were saying to each other and like almost going to give each other a high five and then forgetting not to touch one another. Um, there was a couple of instances where it was like, uh, oh god, I mean, would they have just full on bro hugged uh, after Brady made that eagle putt? Um, I, I feel like nobody would have really been too upset. I mean, you know, yeah. sometimes emotions just you know you just take over. It was it was it was kind of like Ricky Bobby. Uh, he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, in uh, Talladega Nights, but uh, yeah, it's. Um, I think both were good. Both winners, both raised a ton of money for charity. So, absolutely. So good I, on them. Boat. I would be remiss if I didn't mention one of just my absolute favorite guys in the business, my boy Jeff Shackelford here. Um, <laughs> so Jeff wrote like a winners and losers column, you know, kind of on uh, on the match on Sunday, and his final loser was the TaylorMade Driving Relief, and the PGA Tour Entertainment NBC Golf Channel um, thing. So can, can I just read to you what he wrote about and why they were losers, and then I want to get your feedback on this, okay? Sure. So uh, the precursor was well-intentioned and fine in the grand scheme of things, but with a pair of buzzkill guest appearances 
And despite a better venue and weather, the TaylorMade Driver Relief ended up feeling a bit too much like an empty, make-good vessel uh, than a chance to lose ourselves in a few hours of fun. And while both of these fundraising efforts faced hurdles created by the COVID-19 epidemic and the Match 2 obviously featured more dynamic participants, the latter provided escapist entertainment and generated four times the funds. So while there should be no winners, Champions for Charity takes this one 6-5 and five, despite having a similar number of pre-planned obligations, promos, and an A-Rod appearance. The Match yeah. 3, why not? Yeah, I Thought, agree. Thoughts on Jeff's take? Uh, I agree. Do, do you think they can do another something like this while all this is going on, or do you think now we're getting so close to the Charles Schwab uh, tournament at Memorial, or sorry, not Memorial? At Probably Colonial. not enough time to set up. Yeah, that's what I would think. But uh, for the for the next uh, COVID breakout, uh, definitely let's get the wheel spinning. Yeah, there we go. Like I, I hope we never have to find out, but yeah, absolutely, we we got the blueprint. Uh, yep. Be- before we actually leave the the tailor made thing. Um, what, what were some of your general thoughts on on that one as well? Because I mean, cool I know, golf course, cool looking dude, golf course. Dude. I could not believe how awesome that golf course looked. Yeah, I I played it in the online game, the Golf Club 2019, <laughs> and um, we were actually trying to play Pine Valley last night, but it, it bumped you out. If you get on some of these premier courses, I don't know if it's my my internet or what, but playing with uh, Tyler and his brother in law Chuck, and we got we got bumped out at Pine Valley, but we played. We actually played. You guys could um, stop at the gate. They didn't let you in. Yeah, we got we got four holes in, and then it froze on us. <laughs> but um, we played um, we played Seminole on uh, the game like the night before mm-hmm. uh, the match, so it was cool. Um, old school. Donald Ross did not move a lot of earth. Uh, no, and dude, I just out, could, uh, <sighs> out there just the natural bunkering and waste areas. I thought that was just really really cool and i had no idea it was like really close to the water that's super cool yeah i mean be, being the the architecture nerd that i am I, I was obviously very familiar um with Seminole. you know read a whole bunch about it i'm got, a big donald ross fan see i i actually don't know if i've ever played a donald ross course he's got a lot in the northeast oh yeah oh, a, yeah. a lot in the northeast yeah, lot lot of Donald Ross courses, not and in the in, in California, mainly North Carolina, uh, a couple in South Carolina, but yeah, no, not not a lot of Donald Ross courses uh, west of the Mississippi. Only one in California, uh, if I am not mistaken, I believe it is Peninsula Country Club in San Mateo. Have you ever played? Bell, yeah, I have played a great golf course. Okay, yeah, pretty good. I think the next closest one is in Colorado. I think. Is it Bay Cities? Bay City or Broad? Not Broadmoor. Bay Cities, Cherry. No, I'm I'm talking about Bay Cities Junior Golf League. Oh yeah, yeah. Club. Yep. Um, they were in our division the last year I was there, yeah, but uh, okay. yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, you know, one of my favorite courses in, in Ohio, where my grandpa was a member. Um, just uh, just I I love the way he designs his greens. I just really love it. Uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to have to, you know, I, I think for the sake of our podcast boat and for the betterment of the, you know, our listeners, uh, I think it would be, I, I think it's our responsibility to get out there and maybe, you know, on the business dime, you know, it's a business expense, maybe try to go out, make a trip, play a couple Donald Ross courses so we can report back and see how they compare to, to what we have out here with all uh, the Jack Flemings and the, and the George Thomases and the Alistair McKenzie. I yep. just, th- I feel like it's our responsibility to relay this information to the listeners. Are you on board? Absolutely. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to the, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk to the finance team and see if we can't get that one uh, penciled out Perfect. for us. That's, that sounds pretty nice. Uh, what'd you think uh, for those guys games? 
DJ looked a little sloppy, if you ask me. What would you think of the, uh, the DJ four guys? DJ looked extremely sloppy. And in a hurry. Yeah. I don't know. Any, any last thoughts on the uh, the TaylorMade driver relief? Uh, Ricky's new irons look nice. Did he play? New, I didn't even notice he had new irons. I think he's got some new protos in the in the bag, and mm. uh, he's. Uh, they talked about it. So his his lofts are like standard lofts. They're not all jacked one or two clubs up like yeah. everyone else is doing now. Which is nice. I know. Like I got a couple of buddies that have like old like they're still playing like Mizuno irons that are you know yep. eight ten years old where they actually are all the stocks lot and they'll hit eight iron and I'll hit eight iron and uh, you know mine will go you know fifteen yards farther because mine's actually a seven iron and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I'll be like, oh, that was an eight. And they'll be like, you piece of shit. I know it's a seven. Yep. And I just have to look at me like, just slash my head. I know. Damn it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of crazy how they have just uh, all of a sudden decided to just jack up the, uh, I should say, jack down the lofts on those irons. Boat, golfer self-esteem was low. All right. They're, they're, here, <laughs> they're here to help us out. All right. They're, they're doing us solid. All right. They're like our. Your you know, seven our... iron is 19 degrees, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Did you just hit a stinger nine iron? What? Yeah. How, how did... yeah. That is crazy. Uh, all right, Boat. So if uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna transition here a little bit. Um, second moment. How's everything going with you? I mean, it's now been a couple of weeks since we talked last. How how Oof. are things in, in the COVID era um, at the uh, at the, at the golf course as, as a golf course operator? I'm, I'm I'm very curious, brother. It's not fun, man. Um, can't imagine. It's not fun. It's been unbelievably packed. The whole county's out there. I mean, there's the not whole, a, there's the, not a whole the, lot of I stuff mean, to do. You know, it's there's. Parking lot's packed. Why are you so busy? Because you need to go back to work. <laughs> uh, it's it's plain and simple. Um, there's one golf course, not not four here. It's like everyone has the exact same idea. Please be patient. Um, you know, we're running out of carts at 1030. That's a fun conversation. Well, I said I wanted a cart, and we told you that, you know, we're going to do our best to get you one, but we we may not have one for you. We only have 56 of them, and four or five groups in a row go out and each take four carts because it's, you know, one per cart. Um, my hands are tied. I can't, uh, I can't, I can't Uber you a golf cart here. Um, <laughs> I was going to say like pre COVID, did you guys ever run out of golf carts? It was always like close. Um, but you know, there was a lot of walkers too and it's been, uh, you know, and these people it's, I don't know. They've been cooped up and they want to drive something, but uh, like today it was hot. So I mean, everyone, everyone took a cart, and we got, you know, we got the doors open, so it's a less, you know, one one less point of contact uh, with everyone, and mm-hmm. the AC ain't firing, and uh, had a little Ooh. swamp bud, buddy. So I put in a request to maybe wear shorts tomorrow, or we're even just thinking about locking the doors and having people hand in their credit cards th- through a window. That's that sounds like a moist situation. Because, uh, but I was I was sweating bullets today, buddy, and we were. It doesn't help when you got people breathing down your neck. Where's my cart? Where's my cart? It's like, oh my god, make it make it stop. I I, I do not envy you, brother. That that is, uh, and oh. it's when you're breathing. The face mask doesn't help when it's almost a hundred degrees and you're just breathing your own hot air. No, no um, not at all. And honestly, it, it's not good for people's complexions either. Like I, my my friend, so my wife's obviously a nurse. Yeah, you know, and she's got a lot of nursing friends, and I feel so bad, man, because like just like you guys, they're having to wear you know masks every day, and you know there's these oh, yeah. you know like you know pretty like thirty year old women all of a sudden are coming back and like they're breaking out of work because they just got you know this cloth and some rubbing over their face all the time, and it's like they're getting they're stressed yeah. out because of the COVID. It's like 
no, know, the, just, the stress the stress level is high in the whew. gloves. My God, they, yeah, man, your hands sweat. They're peeling off skin. It's 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 not a good thing. No, but um, I I really hope this um the the, the guidelines are are eased up to where you don't feel like you just wearing catcher's gear all day. Yeah, like, whew, yeah, man, it's it's crazy. Like, dude, I I read something somewhere. I think it was from the National Golf Foundation, which actually has some interesting stats that I wanted to kind of share with you and kind of see yeah. if, if, if it seemed, based on your experience, if that seemed like it was the case. But um, they, they were I saying... I think we probably read the same stats. Yeah, okay. because They were saying that they're actually... Because remember, I think on our last podcast, I was asking you if you yeah. had noticed a lot more like new oh, golfers, yeah. like people yeah. that you had not seen at the golf course before, people that are maybe trying it out for the first time or people that haven't played in a couple of years coming back. And you're like, ah, now, because it was so fresh. Obviously, it was just the people that have been dying to get out and play came back first. But the, the National Golf Foundation was saying that a lot of operators across the country are noticing a lot of new golf participants. And so now well, our numbers guys... are our numbers are through the roof, but we are getting some some rookies, if you will. I, uh, I'll say it because I don't know the guy and I'm not going to name his name. But can I get nine rounds? Wait, what? <laughs> and I go, uh I think you mean you want to try and play nine holes of golf? He's like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, you walked in, you threw your credit card on the counter and just said nine rounds. <laughs> like, so okay. yeah, that's, uh, that's an aggressive, no, it's, it's uh, that's a, an aggressive buy. Yeah. And it, you're getting a lot of people that don't understand. Like you, you can't get an 18 hole cart at 6 PM. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, there's, and, and, some people are such assholes they're they're like defiant about it like no, no come on do it and it's like i'm not even gonna give you a nine hole card what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, right. are you are, are you are you new <laughs> <laughs> are 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 you new new uh well okay so here, here's my fault because like for me the like best kyle i hate to cut you off but no, the no, best is I, I can see him coming from a mile away what is the th- what, walking what, in the pro shop with, walking in the pro shop with the golf bag is a dead giveaway god <laughs> Just clank it on the right, clank it on the door, oh, God, and then the they just set it down. Ball, bat, you know, bag tips over because they don't know how to set down a golf bag. At this point, I'm just like, oh boy, hold on, Jess, <laughs> hold on. That's the, the golf bag through the door is a dead giveaway. Wow, that is, yeah. uh, God. I mean, I feel I almost feel a little bad laughing because I know that it's got to just be like like a half nightmare like trying to just go through and deal with all this on top of everything else but like fuck that's hilarious you know with everyone coming in without face masks i i've ripped the filter off so now as as before you know two years ago i would have been like okay i'll just i'll just wear it through but now i see him coming i'll just golf bag stays outside (laughs) stays outside (laughs) so I, I don't uh, uh, I, I don't buy, I don't bite my tongue. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, it's one of those things where like you're you're in a position where like you know working at a golf course, customer service is super important, man. And like, yeah, a, a good customer service experience can make or break you know your your time at the golf course, which seems crazy because it should be the golf course itself. But a person who's just kind of shitty in the golf shop can really kind of just put you in a, a foul mood. But what you're talking about isn't like that at all. It's like. People are so seemingly like lost just, and like trying to figure stuff out. Like I almost that, feel like they got that rack drill... we have right next to the door would lead you to believe that that's where the clubs are supposed to be set. <laughs> well, so it's it's kind of people just aren't paying attention to the fluorescent orange arrows mm. we have around the building directing mm. you which way to enter and which way to exit. Interesting. You just 
you get people walking through the wrong door and there can only be two people in there at a time. And it's just constantly, you're constantly just yelling at people, Kyle, because people, they, they walk out the wrong way. And it's like, you got, there's a sign right next to where you're swiping the credit card that says exit directly behind you. And then you've got people walking into each other. And it's just like some of the people waiting to come in are getting agitated and they're policing the people that are walking out the wrong door. Like the exit is that way. Like some of the people are just like policing for us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause it's just, um, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, and then the whole, what, where's the scorecard? The County says we cannot hand out scorecards or pencils. Why is that? Email the County. We are in the middle of a wait. You know what? I'm and, not even going to say it. You, so you, I'm getting no. I'm getting that question, and I'm not exaggerating. Probably almost half the golfers. So lately, let's say 150 times a day. So what did I do? I went online. I printed out the scorecard. I enlarged it, and I taped it on the window right next to the door. So when everyone either it comes in and asks or I can see them coming in. I just put my hand up and I point to the blown up scorecard for them to take a picture of on their camera phone. <laughs> no, no. So wait, just, just to clarify, like they can't get scorecards at all or you guys just can't hand them to them. They cannot get scorecards. There's no, none of that. Whoa. Okay. So that's actually new. Like that, that has not been the case at almost any other course I've been to. Like I know, like at uh, Hagen in Sacramento, the first place. Yeah, they played so, when so, going Sonoma in. County. It clearly says, you know, no rakes, no water stations, no scorecards, no pencils, Whoa. and everyone else is going. Oh, this place does it. That place does it. And I go, well, okay. apparently they they don't mind breaking the rules. But our goal here is to keep this golf course open for you guys. Well, it sounds to me like Sonoma County. And again, this is based off you know when I was there for a couple of days a, a few weeks yeah. ago. Uh, seems about as as strict as anywhere that I've heard about. I mean, ha, in so you guys have been reopened since the beginning of May. Have any restrictions at all been eased up? Same household, you can share a cart. Okay, and, and, and this is this is lovely because it saves us a cart. Yep. But then we got to go run outside and put this cute little orange flag on the cart to notify the media that they live in the same household. No shit. Wow, have have you guys actually had like uh, you know? Oh, the media's been out there for sure. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, big time. I mean, has like uh, like local newspapers and websites been writing a lot yep. about what the scene is at the golf? I mean, what what, what are they writing? I, I, this is something. I, I'm just looking at stuff at a little bit more macro level. You know, being up here in Chico, yeah. kind of isolated. And I, no, I, got, I saw I, a thing today where numbers are up like 22 percent from last May, and it's like pff, try 50 percent at Bennett Valley. Um, so it's um, it's it's it's. It's busy out there, buddy, and it's it's stressful. And starting uh, starting next week, um, we have to download some sort of app that uh, shows our temperature. And if it's over a certain point, we can't work. And then there's like a two week thing, and um, yeah, it's so it's. Uh, and is this specific to like Sonoma County businesses, or is this actually I, yeah, I think golf this industry is, large? No, I think this is all Sonoma County businesses. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, man, because I, I, I got to tell you about It's like such a stark contrast. And by the way, everybody, what I'm about to say is not an endorsement to come and visit Butte County. In fact, if you don't live in Butte <laughs> County, stay away. Yeah. With that it's, being it's, said, it's, it's county residents only on dude, the golf courses. We got a lot. Of, you'll see a 415 number and immediately it's just like, all right, before we get deep in this and get your hopes up, uh, do you live in Marin or San Rafael by chance? And uh 
you know, it's, they get it. They're come on. You can't let it slide. I'm like, well, you could be posing as a health officer. And if I say yes, then we're done. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, you got to draw a hard line. Yeah, man. That's great. Cause in these aren't our rules. We just have to enforce them to keep the course open. And then most people get that, but a select few don't. And those are the ones that just wear on you. Yeah. Those are the ones that make you r- run to your car after you clock out. Wow. In contrast, uh, Riley's, the Bear, they're, oh, they're all open, brother. They're, everybody is going to town. Graduation weekend up here was a weekend and a half ago. Nuts, dude. Lines, 150 oh. people long outside the bars. Well, I no, miss those days. Yeah, no, no face masks, no nothing. And it, 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 I wish I could graduate every year, Kyle. <laughs> me too, bro. In fact, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, brother. If you want to, starting from now on, graduation weekend, you come up, you stay in the guest room, and, 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 and oh. we'll graduate in a way every year. I mean, if... I might just every year around uh, the invitational time at Butte Creek, I might just club your dad to make sure he doesn't get the invite. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That's actually a great call. I know that was that was probably part of the deal, um, but uh, I have not to, I've not spoken to Rick yet about there's any any, uh, any cancellations in, in the partner for the you know, and, I, I was you know of, you've you've seen the club pro guy you saw his flow chart for picking a member guest partner uh, you know what I, I feel like I, I heard somebody say it but I haven't seen it do, do you do you remember it well oh. enough to to educate me over you know one of them is okay. like okay. Is your is your, is your guest a fifteen that can consistently shoot in the seventies? <laughs> if he is, then he's in. Is his relationship on the rocks? If it's on the rocks, then he's in. If he has a good relationship, he's out. Is he willing to fit half of the bill? Because some of these invitationals can be a thousand, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, depending when and where. Um, is he willing to split the bill? If he is, he's in. I mean, you got to go find it on Twitter. It's one of the greatest this is so great. things I've ever, ever seen in my life. Oh, and, and I, yeah, I, I'm going to look at it immediately when this thing is done. And to anybody out there that is not familiar with the Club Pro guy, he is he's a great perhaps, follow. I, I would say perhaps the the ultimate. Uh, I don't say the ultimate voice, but I would say like the ultimate authority. We just when it comes to all things golf on the internet, I, I, and especially clubhouse issues in yeah. dealing with the public, very much so. Yeah, no, he is brilliant. He is a he is a goddamn gem. Um, <laughs> well, I was gonna say so. I mean, dude, first of all, the, the golf clubs into the golf shop are incredible. I'd like uh, nine rounds, please. Is incredible. Any yeah. other any other really great tales from the golf shop that, uh, uh, that, that you need to hit us with before our good friend John Elisondo was in the shop shooting the crap with me uh, on Sunday night. And, um, so there's, like I said, there's no water stations on the course, Kyle. All the water fountains are turned off, duct tape out of order. Mm-hmm. So he walks in and we have this five gallon tub of sanitizer that Bob has set there for some reason to, I don't, I don't know if he's, um, endorsing the people that, that, you know, but it's got this little nozzle and he's the second guy, but. He thinks it's water and he goes, Oh God, I'm so thirsty. This is awesome. You guys. And I go, sir, that sanitizer. And he didn't hear me the first time I said it. And his bottle is like almost full at this point. And I go, sir, do not drink that. That is sanitizer. And he goes, Oh, that would have been bad. And I'm like, yeah, that would have been real bad. Oh, and Johnson goes, you should have let him drink it. And I'm like, Oh, come on, dude. I'm like, no, there's no way I would let someone drink sanitizer. First, 
they would get hammered and then they'd be pooping all the way home. I think that was actually like a recommended cure from the uh, from the White House Health Department. Oh, it would not have been good. <laughs> God, this guy's nice. filling up his 16.9 ounce crystal geyser <laughs> water bottle, and I'm just going. To, he didn't hear me at first. I'm like, I really hope he. I really hope he's not deaf. And he just walks out and starts slugging. But I'm oh, like, sir, no. that is sanitizer, sir. Excuse me, sir. But it, it he wasn't the only one. I mean, it, to his defense, it looks like a water jug, Kyle. Hmm. Gonna have to talk to management about that one. Maybe maybe get that one repositioned a little bit. Maybe maybe. Some I signage. turned it around and I got back to work this morning and it was turned right back around with a spout right there. I'm like, this is just setting people up for failure. Large uh, hand sanitizer signage might be uh, might be needed for something like this. Do uh, not drink. Wow, that is crazy. Uh, well, yeah. shit, man. So I, everything I'm reading on. We're not getting Kyle. We're uh, I keep cutting you off. No, we're no, no getting, you're good. We're not getting a lot of cooperation from lodges. Well, actually, okay. So when they're, they're kind of making their own hours, they're not really sending the beverage cart out. Mm. And uh, you know, as pe- people, you know, some people think I work for the city, but just about everyone thinks that uh, you know, legends and and the pro shop are connected, and it's our fault. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's our fault. Mm. Oh, you guys closed the restaurant at four, huh? It's real smart. What am I going to do for a bottle of water? And I'm just like, cathud, cathud, cathud. <laughs> it's not my problem, sir. Oh. We are separate businesses. God damn and it. And to the guys, I'm like, hey, there's no one behind you. Uh, there's plenty of daylight. I'll watch your cart. 7-Eleven is like six-minute round trip. It's not that much. You know, it's six minutes round trip. Mm. But it, to them, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're out here trying to enjoy their 75th day off in a row and just just enjoy some leisure time, Boat. And you and are everyone, you know, time. everyone, that, everyone that calls in and it's posted on the website, hey, you know, there's no water on the course. Think ahead. and But it, it's really hard for people to do that. Hmm. You know what I mean? Just using their head in general is usually pretty hard for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So it sounds to me like, again, when we talked a couple weeks ago, you said that a large portion of the people that were coming in had, unfortunately, poor attitudes and were just being way more bitchy than they probably needed to be, given how lucky we all should feel that we're out yeah. playing golf right now. It sounds to me like that hasn't changed substantially. It's, 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 got, it's gotten a little bit better. Okay. Um, it's gotten a little bit better, but it's just so god darn busy. Yeah. Pace plays good, right? Well, I mean, hey, Pace I, 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 I mean, we're, we're talking single cards everywhere. I would hope so. We're we're talking four hours, Kyle, for eighteen holes. Love that golf course packed. I mean, we're doing two thousand five numbers out there Ooh. per round, you know, rounds per day. But it's um vintage tiger numbers. Yeah, and it, people don't understand why we're starting on ten. And I'm like, well, it's it's less congested. Um, you know, there's a lot more open room down there. If, if we start on one, you'd have twenty just people just hanging out in a small sort of confined area um so that's the thinking behind that but people really really struggle with a no scorecard Kyle. yeah you know it's funny because like uh my buddy who uh, has been playing butte creek a lot with me he like they, they, they have scorecards at butte creek yeah. um but like he's never grabbed one not because he's worried but like he loves just keeping track of everything on his phone because he can have everything like dialed in there and I'm, I'm yeah, little... the, the, I mean, you can download our app and do yeah. that. I mean, you can download the scorecard, you can do the whole 18 birdies thing. You can do the, I think a lot more people are starting to use that electronically for skins and, and games where yeah. it, you know, it does all the handicapping for you. And, you it's know, nice. as we know, some people just aren't that good at math. Uh, yeah. And there's, there's, there's less of an eraser issue, uh, mm-hmm. on the app. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, it's for a lot of people, that's, it really, it really gets underneath their skin and it's, it, it's underneath my skin. Cause I have to answer 150 times a day. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I go, Jim, can I just print up an eight, eight, eight and a half by 11 and like size 24 letters bold that says we cannot hand out scorecards, email the County. <laughs> and he's like, ah, you probably go ahead and say it. We probably don't need to print that out. <laughs> I want like I wish I was more technologically savvy, but I would love to get you a soundboard so that when people come in and just ask stupid stuff, you could just hit the button. And, you know, just like, come on, partner, Daryl, go that. away. <laughs> Please do that. I I it, I don't know how, but if if I find the means to create a soundboard boat, I'm sending one your way, brother. Oh, <laughs> man, that is wild. Because okay, shoo the, the shoo. last the last one I have for you, boat. But then we'll uh, we'll, we'll kind of get going here pretty soon. I saw on the NGF, they say that 97% of golf courses across the country are open, which are great. But then they also said that four out of five golf shops are actually allowing in-store shopping again. And that seemed crazy to me because a lot of the golf I don't know how that's to, going on. You know, someone wants to, luckily, you know, a glove is technically equipment, right? It's like, yeah. well, can I buy a glove? I go, yeah, it's, it's equipment. It's not retail. But, um, you know, you choose wisely, kind of like Indiana Jones. Choose wisely. Uh, you try that glove on, you're, it doesn't fit, you're buying it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, every minute, hold up your hand, and I'm I'm a pretty good, pretty good sizing up glove sizes by people throwing up the good old fashioned paw. Yeah, absolutely. I'm about if I I if I had to guess, I'm about 22 for 22. I would guys. say first rate paw evaluator, Jess yeah. Dimack. Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. He's sizing people up mm-hmm. since I was four, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I just that seems crazy to me though, man. Because even up here in Butte County, where things are like the you know at Bidwell Park, you you can't go shopping, you can't put you know. Buy yeah. clothes and stuff in the golf shop yet, and yet the National Golf Foundation is telling me that eighty percent of the golf courses across the country have opened the shop back up, and that seems a little a little it's crazy. For some of them, it's their bread and butter. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're they're like, you know what? Find me, come shut me down, but I'm going to sell what I need to make my make my nut. Yep. Which, um, you know, obviously, Pena Valley is more towards greens fees and carts and sure. driving range. It's wild times out there, boat. This is a crazy, is. crazy time it, to hope, be alive and work in the golf business, brother. I don't think we'll ever have an, another normal close to what we had, but uh, um, some some loosened uh, guidelines would be much appreciated. Yes, yes, that would be fantastic. Because if not, I'm going swimming trunks and dry fit tomorrow. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was hot today, buddy. <laughs> get it yourself? was it was hot. We need to get you one of those uh, kick ass like spray bottle fans that you just to just keep on the desk. <laughs> that that would be a huge get for you. That, that that's I think what we need oh, to locate. Oh, great man, it's wild. Oh, boat man, I. I Hey man, I guess like all I can say is thank you for you know just <laughs> just putting up with all this BS, brother. It's, it's all crazy. good. Everyone's doing their part. Whew, man, absolutely crazy. Every, everything else to you is good. Yeah, man. All the right. golf game is poop. Uh, Likewise, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I just found out trivia got canceled, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe go hit the first bucket, complete bucket of balls that if I hit, in, uh, boy, boy, Kyle. <laughs> with the wrist, it's got to be three years. It's hot out. Ooh. I'm gonna go sweat. I'm gonna bring a towel. I'm gonna have some tunes going. Uh, unlike a couple guys who showed up to the golf course today without a hat, I will be wearing a bucket hat. Yes, yep. Uh, I will sunscreen up. I didn't for uh, 20 years of competitive golf, so I should probably start doing that. Yep. But um, yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go hit a bucket of balls. I'm stoked for you, man. I think that's phenomenal. If uh, if if Butte Creek kept the driver range open past six o'clock, I'd be going to do the same thing right now. 
Which yeah. again, don't, don't no, get me started. I mean, that doesn't, doesn't, gonna, doesn't yeah. that make sense? That, that no, the decision. Country Club first two weeks they didn't have the drive range open. And I'm like, wow, we can't pay a guy to <laughs> hop in a cart. I'll, I'll, I got a shag bag full of Pro Vs. I'll hit my own balls yeah, next right. time. And that, I told you that was like the one time I showed up uh, at least close to an hour before because I hadn't played in that long and wanted to hit balls, and it was like, oh boy, looks like we're some trouble here. Yeah, we got to we got to turn some of these scores into some. You gotta get back in the red here, Kyle. I, I, I got to find. If I have to swing left-handed, I'm gonna find a way to get back in the red without hurting my wrist on every swing. I think I, I think that's a perfect idea, my friend. And uh, yep. I, I I'm gonna try to do the same thing, man. My uh, all all the gains that I had found after my five-week layoff. Remember, I was talking to you how like, yeah. dude, I mean, for Christ's sake, you know, it was the Rays Cups. I had like one of my best rounds, and yeah, up until through so Sunday, the match match Sunday where I missed it, that would is that was day number five in a row. For me, playing eighteen holes because fantastic, you know, you know just hey, the, the the pandemic. I'm, I'm looking for silver lining, and a lot of golf is is it for me. And I, I don't know what on Saturday, at some point in the back nine, I had a little pinch somewhere in my back right shoulder blade that kind of didn't oh. go away, and I don't know what was happening. And then I just said, you know, Sunday, I had buddies coming up to play, so obviously I wasn't going to yeah. cancel. Yeah. Just gutted it out, man. I could just feel my swing just kind of changing, trying to yeah. adapt to it. And yep. like I had the worst. It's really round hard of- swinging around oh, an injury, Kyle. Dude. I won't be the first to tell you, buddy. It oh, is really hard. Fuck, man. Worst round of golf I've played in Mental months. and physical. It just, uh, it's, 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 it's a huge wrinkle. I, I decided that you know what? Let's take a few days off. Let's let's yeah. rest up a little bit. Let's get some CBD. You know. So how is how path. is how is Butte treating you? That's one of my favorite golf courses in the world. You know, I mean, I, I got to say, uh, being a, a country club uh, preliminary member, I, I just wanted you know, yeah. just the folks out there, a little little two month trial I'm doing, but uh, yeah. You know, it's it's great, man. I it's funny. I will say this: I'm usually pretty critical of just pancake flat golf courses because, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and again, it's nothing they can really do. It's the, the land is what it is, but it's subtle. They they do manage to actually make a really fun golf course, and I think, granted, as a country club, they have the luxury of being able to afford to maintain bunkers and things like that yeah. in a way that public courses can't. But I mean, dude, they've got strategic fairway bunkers on every single hole out there. Yeah. I mean, d- despite being as flat as a pancake except for the green complexes yeah it's a golf course that oh I the feel greens like, are not flat <laughs> no they're not flat and dude they, they make me think on every shot out there like I, I if you're short side yourself at butte creek you are not going to get a lot of pars no no not at all and what's crazy too is they know or you know i, I should say the the architect bob baldock back when he designed in the 50s i think he probably had a pretty good idea that 95 percent of amateurs miss is short and so really the one thing i've learned right away is dude the miss is long on yeah. every single, there's not a single bunker long of the green on that golf course. Every single greenside bunker is short left, short right, or left or right. There's not a if single. The, if, the, if the pin's long. not, if the pin's not uh, back, then yeah, be aggressive. Yeah, because be if aggressive. they're in the middle of the greens, all you gotta do is get that thing on the top tier, and it's gonna yep. get to the middle of the green. Yep, hundred percent, man. And so, yep. it's funny, man. Like playing like the same golf course like repetitively. Like I, I have not played one golf course at like you know over and over and over again like this yeah. pretty much since I was in high school, you know, since I was playing yeah. for, you know, your Montgomery Viking, you know, golf team. Yeah. We're playing BVL. And so it, it's actually really fun to yeah. play the same course over and over again because I'm finding myself learning a little something new each and every oh, time. Oh, and I it's get not out there. like you're going to only play there. You're still no. going to get out to Bidwell. Yeah. And yeah, obviously. It's, it's, it's good to have a home base. And it's, um, it's nice that it's, it, you go the canyon route and, and for someone that's, not a scratch golfer. Canyon can absolutely eat your lunch. Can- Canyon to me is basically like a like a Chico Fountain Grove. I, I know it's yeah. the, it's the same architect yep. and everything, but it's uh extremely penal. Yeah, it's dude, it's it, it's. Whew. 
Canon's tough, not just because you know it's it, it's more challenging than Butte mm-hmm. Creek, but I I actually don't think it's as interesting of a golf course in that like you know a, a lot of times at a place like Canon and a lot of other golf courses there's a lot of trouble, but what you see is what you get, right? It's like you just hit it in that yeah. spot and you go. Where like a place like Butte Creek or you know a lot of those other more tr- you know classically strategic yeah. golf courses, I mean shit, man, just number one at Butte Creek, flat as a pancake, right? Oh, Three hundred sixty yeah. yards straight away, but. They got a bunker on the right side of the fairway, about 240 from the tee, and then they got a bunker on the left-hand side of the fairway, both hugged right up against the fairway, about 270 from the tee. And so you're thinking, all right, if I want to hit the driver, you know, like, obviously, you know, if I hit it a long ways, I can go right, but I don't want to go left. But if I am going to go left, I'm going to have to play a little cut on it to kind of take it. It, just, it forces you to think. Oh, on every sure. shot, and that I love about it. And any some golf great course, dog legs out there. Yeah. Great dog legs, some and, great par fours, great, really good par threes. And, uh, and a really boys, great par five, good, good too, golf man. Course. Dude, yeah. that, that 13th hole, that Nice driving range when it's open. Nice yeah. little short game area. Yeah, but before 6 p.m. boat, it's a fantastic driving range. Nice pool. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no pool. Did they, what they did, they fill in the pool? Gone. Oh, boy. Yeah, not uh, not, well, not a good scene out there. Nice tennis, uh, nice tennis racket area. I just uh, yeah I'm, I'm hoping they get a little a pool and a, you know if uh, if I ever actually become like a full on member uh, a pool and a gym would be a, a a wonderful wonderful luxury to have at a country club I, I it that, would. that would be fantastic so who knows you know maybe maybe I'll uh, you know, get on the greens committee maybe I'll uh, make myself uh, make my presence hey, you just go, out there go go up the bear hole you don't need a pool. yeah it's a great call. <laughs> you got this you got uh, the sack you got honey run you don't need a pool yeah Chico Chico's good man it's uh again it, it's crazy how like. I don't want to say like normal it is because obviously people still wear masks here and there, but like the majority of people up here aren't wearing masks. I'm like one of the few people that is still yeah. wearing a mask like at the grocery store. And like, <laughs> dude, it's it's crazy, man. Like you go, you go like I was downtown just picking up some food to go uh, the other night and like, dude, hundreds, hundreds of people just walking around, relaxing, going from bar to bar. Go, and, and people hearing this are probably like, man, it's, like, it's weird that it doesn't feel weird up here. It's very yeah. strange. Very, very strange. But again, this is not an endorsement for anybody to come visit Butte. Stay away. <laughs> we only got 30 confirmed cases through this whole thing, and so yeah. we want to keep it that way. But uh, California. I, but I, yeah, but I digress. But, uh, but man, this, is, uh, this has been awesome, brother. I, I got to tell you, what, I, what are we even going to talk about next week? We don't have any golf this weekend. What, uh, what, what do you got going on golf-wise here coming up Just, in the next couple uh, weeks? June 11th, what, is that when the tour gets back? I, I believe so. We're going to have no fans for at least four events. Um, I... I have to admit, man, I, I'm not quite sure how they're gonna have fans by mid July. That that one I'm still curious about. Don't don't know how they're gonna pull that off. Well, the tour tour um has got some powerful people in charge, so I, I I'm I'm optimistic that they could find a way and get creative yeah. and do something, but uh, I, I I will be very sure hope curious so, yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. Uh on the schedule, not much. Uh just a, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, July, we get into, uh, oh, PDAG, we're going Bend, uh, this year. Mm. Um, the wow. traveling circus that is PDAG, 24 of us. Like uh, that. we're doing, uh, Black Butte Ranch. Black Butte Ranch, I've a, heard very nice things about. Two courses, I, that, right? I also have two courses, uh, getting a couple of, uh, massive VRBOs on, uh, the 7th and 8th holes. And, um, we're going up a day early doing the stay and play at Pronghorn. Like that. Ooh. Uh, it's like one ninety a guy for golf cart, uh, lodging, 
Um, so we'll we'll make the we'll make the trek up there Wednesday, stay uh, stay Wednesday night, play Thursday morning, and then get to uh, peak season. The Nicholas course at Pronghorn's like one seventy five by itself. That's that's awesome. So very uh, yeah, very nice. Yeah, that's great. Play and they have a lot of availability. So if you got a group of uh, two or four or six or eight, uh, and you want to do a little bend trip or on your way to Bandon, um, yeah. Gorgeous. Sounds pretty I'm big, good big, to me. Big fan of Bend. It sounds pretty good to me. Well, I'll tell you what, brother. I've actually uh, started to put together. Uh, I mean, I've still got my you know my Bandon trip going on this year, like we do every year. I got a, yeah. a group of a sixteen guys booked to go to Gamble Sands in October, which I'm hopeful that you can make. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk October about October. I can probably do. So October, I'm hoping you and maybe a couple of your your buddies or anybody in your crew. I would love to get. You got to gotta shoot me the dates on that one. I, I would love to get. The oh, great I was going to bring it up. Um, the the new magazine looks great. I love. Oh. it. Do you, do you call that a matte finish or what uh, would you call yes, that? Yes, the outside is a matte uh, finish. Very well done. Very good looking. Uh, cover. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Very bro. good looking cover. Yeah. yeah I mean, I say we're, we're the we're, content inside was great and um, absolutely. Yeah. We're only like a, a less than a week away from the sheep ranch opening, man. It's it's wild. Yeah, that'll be good for a lot of people. Yeah, so you know who who knows, man? It'll be crazy. The magazine is actually finally getting out to uh, to golf courses all across the West Coast. Because really, unless a golf course pretty much allows like the, the retail stuff, that that's yeah. kind of like our our okay to be like sending them golf. Yep. I mean, if they can't pick up anything in the golf shop, there's no point in us putting magazines there. So right. yeah, yeah, I've been making a lot of phone calls around a lot of golf courses. It, it, it's it's so strange too because a lot of times when I call a golf course. And I introduced myself as being like Kyle with Golf Guide. Yeah. Oddly enough, a lot of course operators are like mm, this schmuck wants to sell me something, and so yeah, you know, yeah. And, and so it's like it's almost to the point where all I'm asking is just like, hey, like, is your retail open? Like, are you allowed to have magazines yeah. out? But like, it almost goes a lot easier for me not to say I'm from Golf Guide because yeah. they, tre- they treat me like, they treat me like a customer, don't, which don't yeah, identify yourself. Yeah, yeah they, they treat me like a customer, <laughs> and so it's like. <laughs> They actually like you know they're like oh this guy might want to have some business I should actually be nice to him I should you know treat him like an industry guy and then uh, and then you know there's this customer being like yeah so is you guys just retail open and they're like and then suddenly they start uh, to be like why does this dude no, just randomly like calling about my retail I thought he was talking about the catch, golf course you catch someone in the shop telling a boldface lie like oh yeah uh, Windsor's doing birthday rounds for free or Foxtail's doing this and it's like you call from your cell phone not the course phone you don't identify yourself it's like. Hey, so you guys, you know, you obviously alter your voice. You guys do birthday rounds? <laughs> and they're, you know, they're like, no. And then you, you hang up and you're like, you don't fucking lie to me. Oh, God. <laughs> so I another one. Uh, yesterday, um, absolutely packed. One of our regulars, he's playing with a buddy and a couple of kids. And, and the kids are you know, almost 30 years old and. Haven't had that many issues with them, but, you know, I get in and Bob's like, all right, you got to check on this group for some reason. Like they were on like a five hour pace today, uh, you know, er, er, early in the round. And I go out there and, uh, you know, they, they've got like six holes to play, but they're like three holes behind. And I go, you know, we got to pick it up. Like the group in front of you is on, on seven. Oh, we started, we start. we started late. We started late. And I'm like, what? Go back. I'm like, all right, just do, you know, just make your best effort. I, I got, I got all these carts behind you that I'm trying to get back out to the, uh, to the golfers and they're waiting. And, you know, I'd just be much appreciated if you made an effort. Yeah, we'll do our best. Go back out there two holes later. Takes them like six, five to six minutes for them all to tee off on six. 
and they are just not in a hurry at all. So Mm -hmm. in between those meetings, I checked the T-sheet. There there was no gap. They started on time. And I go, I'm not going to say his name. I go, hey, you guys are still three holes behind. You got to pick it up. And this Daryl goes, we started three holes behind. I go, that's not possible. You're holding up my entire golf course. I need the golf carts behind you. And just shook my head and drove away. Group in front of them played in four hours and 20 minutes. They played in four hours and 57 minutes. Mm. Mm. And there was 14 carts in the four groups behind them, Kyle. Jesus. Guess who we had to hold up from getting started? The people that wanted golf carts. Oh, Oh, man. We were out of golf carts. It's like so cringy. And you're trying to explain this to people that in order for them to get a golf cart, the golf cart has to come off the golf course. It's not like we have more golf carts in the cart bar. Some people get that. Some people don't. Mm. And then it's about a 10-minute sanitizing process. And uh, it's just a lot of stress, Kyle. Yeah, see, I, was I like, mean, I, I, I could I, I'm, I, this could be uh, I could be hitting some stress wedges tonight, Kyle. Yeah, well, I think that, that would be very therapeutic, first and foremost. But I guess my question yeah. to you, Bo, is like, how like what can you do? Like, can like how, how does a golf course get those people to actually play faster? And if you're they don't that, do it, like, what? they were just literally took the the this the mindset that was, hey, we paid our green fee. Fuck them. You know what I mean? You don't get that a lot because they are the public and they should be looking out for each other. But they literally had the mindset that, fuck you, we're going to play as slow as we fucking want. And, you know, fuck you. We don't care about anyone else is basically what I got from my my two my two meetings, Kyle. I, I guess. But I, I, my question I'm is not going like, to name his name, but he's been he's been pleasant in the past. But it's I was fucking blown away. I just don't like how can a golf course actually like if those people are going to act like that? I mean, like I say, what, what can golf courses do? I'm like, can you I've just... never had to remove someone from the course, but it was close. Yeah, I was like, say, if and I, to... I was going through the scenario in my head of like, if this Daryl still gets defensive and has the balls to come in the pro shop, he's not going to like the way this conversation ends. No, and hey, whew. wow, dude, that is just like, I was like, as a marshal, like, did you just like walk over and just take their bag right off the golf cart and just drive away with their cart? It's like. Yeah, I mean, it, they're walking. Like they're four, and they're good players too. But even they're they're they were like almost like trying to. At this point, the second time I went out there, it's like they were almost trying to play slow to further piss me off. Wow, well, because there was like a minute in between tee shots on six. I'm behind the green, and I'm just you could see steam coming out of, out of my ears, Kyle. But I'll tell you what, I, I again, I don't know who this gentleman is, but I hope that he stubbed the living shit out of his toe when he woke up this morning. I hope they both three-putted every <laughs> yeah. fucking hole in the way in. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, but on that note, I, I think you need to go hit some stress wedges, brother. It's still fucking hot out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it get to 7.30 or 7.40. I mean, I only, it's, it's not like the old days where I'm racking up five or six buckets, Kyle. <laughs> I, can, I can hopefully get through a bucket in about a half hour. Okay, but... hey, right, so this is actually the last thing I want to ask you because yeah. I, 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 I'm like you in that like I never practice. You know, yeah. to, to my own detriment, I never practice. Yeah. What, what is your routine? Like when you get to the range, Oof. like do, do you start like, I mean, do you have like a goal every time you get out to the range or do you kind of just go through the bag I mean, and start with the wedges and work used, your way up? It used to be when I knew I was, I was going to be there for two and a half, three hours at the end of the night, I would, I would just, 
absolutely first start with the wedges, I'd hit a bucket of wedges, like half sand wedges, half pitching wedges. I didn't like hitting a lot of lob wedges um, just because that was hell on my wrist. And as you know, that, that, that turf can get a little firm down there in the yeah. afternoons. Yeah, for sure. So I, I would I would spend more time uh, – I would try and hit some some wedges earlier in, in the day when it was probably – I, I go hit a bucket of lob wedges before I started my shift. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that was when I was playing a bunch or, you know, recently when I turned pro. So, uh, and then after that, try and hit 40 to 50 balls with every club. Wow. That's crazy. And are you actually trying to like hit different shots with all the different clubs? Like, oh, you're yeah. working on it's, going it's, left it's right? not like, it's not like the high school kids go out there and they're just trying to see in how, you know, how far they can hit a seven iron. I'm going left, straight, right, you know, high, low. It was, I learned a long time ago. You need to practice with a purpose if you're gonna waste your time practicing. Yeah, I, that's my thing, man. Like sometimes, like I go out there with a purpose. You know, I, I'm trying to do the thing where I treat every ball like I would on the course. Where I, I step yeah. back, I look at my line and everything. But then there's always that point in the range where like I hit a bad one. I'm like, fuck that, and then I just like grab another one without stepping back and just try to hit another yeah. one. It's like, oh, what am I doing? So you know? that mind frame has that 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 mental aspiration that has. Now I will be just purely working on tempo tonight. Okay. Yeah, temp, tempo. Whew. Just That's tempo, big, tempo and balance. Just trying to get a little bit of, just, just a, a, a little bit of hand-eye contact back. Mm. God, yeah, I'm just sitting here. Well, coordination is a good thing to have. Yeah, L- ladies and gentlemen, I know you can't see any of us as a completely audio podcast, but as to, as you know, Boat is talking about some tempo. I'm standing in my office right now, just in, just taking you know the imaginary club back a little bit, just trying to think about how I just need to not be so goddamn quick at the top of my backswing. God. And when we when we were playing, when I was playing a lot, it was grab the club and i'm not thinking technical i'm just swinging because i played every day in a row for 12 years now it's like okay what kind of swing thought am i hopefully gonna grasp onto today <laughs> like what am i what am i thinking today grip pressure low slow what am i thinking about today hopefully hopefully today i find something soon because if i don't i if first 30 balls aren't going well i might leave them there for some so I was gonna say I, I don't know if it's comforting or worrisome <laughs> that the that the golf pros actually think of the same things that I'm thinking yeah. when I get out there. Yeah. Oh, amazing! It oh. better get down. It better get down into the into the seventies here shortly. Or oh. This may be just a just a <laughs> uh, uh, pipe dream. <laughs> oh God! Well, you know what? Hey, I'm right there with you, brother. Except uh, after that 85 I shot on Sunday, we're just, we're just, we're just trying we're just trying to patch it back together. It's Post the- it. Oh, oh, I did. And I'll tell you what, you know, again, we're trying to get back to that. I want to be invited out to a a club championship as well, both. So if we can get that handicap back up at like that 13 to 15 range while still being able to break 80. Got to check out out Club Guys flow chart. Absolutely. Got to do it. All right. On that note, Boat, this has been awesome, brother. Any last little notes before uh, you want to leave with our our fine listeners before uh, we, we peace out here? Stay cool. Have a good rest of the week. Beautiful. Well said. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. If you uh, if you haven't done so already, I, I would encourage all of you to uh, subscribe, like, subscribe this podcast on uh, iTunes, Spotify. Spotify is a big one. Apparently, a lot of people listen to podcasts on Spotify now. Uh, but I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the former Fear Factor host uh, Joe Rogan just got yeah. paid a hundred million dollars. Uh, just to have his podcast on Spotify, we can't be that far behind, can we? I heard that. I mean, let's maybe maybe our good buddy Joe can call in a favor. That 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 would be awesome. That 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 would be great. Spotify, you guys seem like you're doing okay. You know, hey, if you guys want some premium golf content, we're out there. And the way that you guys can help us, hit that subscribe button on Spotify, folks. Let them let them know you like the Golf Guide podcast. That is, let them know. Let them know. 
Oh, perfect. All right, Boat, on that note, man, great talking to you as always, brother. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's chat again soon, hopefully next week. All right, buddy. Be All well. Right. Take care, brother. Later.